Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Hey there, Friday edition of the Steve Jones Show, News Radio 1070 WKOK. We are at stevejonesshow.com, and you can also subscribe to our Steve Jones Show podcast. Get our new shows dropped to your smartphone and tablets. You can listen to them anytime, anywhere. Search Steve Jones Show at either Google Play, Apple Podcast app, or iTunes. If you happen to listen to us on iTunes, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Get even uh, more word out about our podcasts sports content here and our friday edition of the show brought to you by brewers outlet the beverage supermarket reagan street in sunbury great specials at brewers outlet including bud and bud light 18 pack cans 9.95 spiked seltzer variety 12 packs 13.95 and goose island 15 pack cans 14.95 and let us be one of the first to say happy 50th anniversary to Brewers Outlet. Corey and the crew have something great planned. Two weeks from today, Friday, June the 15th, will be the Brewers Outlet 50th anniversary party. You and everybody are invited. There will be specials throughout the day, your chance to win prizes, and live entertainment. If you love the band of the Cars, the Cars just got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a couple of months ago. There is a Cars tribute band called Drive. Cars tribute band Drive will be performing live Friday night, June 15th at Brewers Outlet. No cover charge. Everybody free to watch it. And we'll have lots of information between now and then. On the Brewers Outlet 50th anniversary party, Reagan Street in Sunbury. Congrats to Brewers Outlet and cheers. Here's to 50 more. Steve, in a second, will be checking in from the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors Ford Lincoln Hyundai, and the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury and Sunbury Motors Kia on the Strip Routes 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf. Steve on the links earlier today at the Big Coaches versus Cancer event at Penn State, so we'll get highlights from that from Steve. And, of course, we never finish the week until we hear from Steve's brother, Kevin Jones. Kevin will check in from Connecticut Live at 435 here on WKOK. J.R. Smith says he knew the score was tied last night after George Hill missed that second free throw. Really? I've seen the replay, and uh, I could have sworn he he turns to LeBron and says something else. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that's going to go down as one of the worst gaffes in postseason sports history. Some have even uh, already compared it to 
the Chris Weber trying to call the timeout when he didn't have a timeout. Michigan Duke, that national oh, championship good. game. From- yeah, at least he owned, at least he owned up to it as to what he was doing out there. J.R. Smith lined his brains up. Yeah, that didn't make a didn't make it better. That's for sure. No, no, I knew what to no, Man you didn't. up, man up. Come on. Yeah, here's one. There's seventeen thousand people in the building. Twenty six players, coaching staffs, okay, sideline guys, moppets. They all knew what the time and score was. The only person that didn't was Jarris. And had another lousy night shooting from three point range. He did hit one late, but uh Yeah. Yeah, other than that, I thought it went really well. Yeah, everybody in <laughs> everybody in Cleveland went to bed crying, probably woke up hoping it was a bad dream, but uh <laughs> LeBron with fifty one out of all the guys that have hit fifty plus points in an NBA finals game. All of them at least won that particular game, but LeBron didn't but, last night. But but you know what? You know, let's. Uh, it's one thing to sit there and talk about um, what J.R. Smith did because he had no clue what the situation. We thought they were winning. Okay, but George Hill's an eighty-one percent free throw shooter. Uh, hit it, win the game. That shot wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. I mean, think about it. It was so bad, the rebound went to, to J.R. Smith. That's how bad the shot was. Holy mackerel. Now you know why college coaches do not want their players watching NBA games. That's why. No, it's one thing for Chris Weber at the age of what, what was Chris Weber at the time twenty. J.R. Smith's over thirty years old for goodness sakes. Been around the league for over a decade. He's won a championship. And to the credit of the arena, there's scoreboards all over the place. <laughs> Lots of scoreboards. Oh, that was just bad. Then the Phillies, uh, I mean, Kershaw's still not quite right. The Phillies, it doesn't matter to them, they won. And the Pirates had one of those games where they lost, and it was a bad loss last night. That was a bad loss. To lose the way they did last night. Coaches versus Cancer Golf Tournament today. Spent my morning playing around the golf with the Deets and Watson guys. They were terrific. I had a great time with that group today. We ended up at like, I don't know, 10 under par. Very good. That's yeah, that's respectable. Yeah. I mean, it wins you nothing. Okay, it wins you nothing. But at the same time, they're not sitting there going, is that what you did? I mean, you kind of walk out of there and go, hey, we did all right. Okay, good. What was your best shot of the day? My best shot of the day. I had actually had a really good day. Good. Um, best shot. I will say probably my tee shot on seventeen. It's a par three, and I got to within six feet of the hole. That's probably the best shot I hit today. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hundred. I think it was what one hundred and sixty nine hundred and seventy yards or whatever. I hit a seven iron. 
Oh, that's right. I forgot. I'm not supposed to talk about what, what club I use. The suit gets very upset about my club suit. Yeah, you just have to deal with it. He does. He gets upset about it. Nah. And he doesn't understand. I, I don't ever ask him what he hits. Because, to me, you're just picking out the club that fits your game. Right? We actually had a guy walk up today. It was funny. It was, what hole was it? It was the, uh, oh, it was the uh, eighth hole, front nine, uphill par three. He walks up with the driver. And we said, Steve, you're going to hit driver here? And then Ed, Ed looks over and goes, hey, you're hitting driver? He goes, well, yeah, where's the hole? And one of the other guys, AJ, I think, looked over and said, well, it's that, that thing right there. I goes, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> and by the way, AJ hit it to within about four feet of the hole. We birdied that hole. Um, <laughs> but it's like, it's like walked up with driver. Okay. Whatever. Hey, we had a blast. We had a lot of laughs. Had a good time. Sean Morris, BTN, Dick Girardi, and my brother today. That's today's lineup. Now, Dick's going to rejoin us next week for the Belmont Six. All right. Now, we will talk a little Belmont today with Dick, but also some college basketball. Uh, so that is coming up tonight. Um. That's yeah. That's what's coming up later in the show. And looking forward to it. So you know, and my brother's on today, which always brings with it an interesting thirty minutes. <laughs> I mean, have you even thought about what topics you're going to ask him about? No idea. Uh, I mean, he'll no. bring the Red Sox up. You got another Red Sox Yankees series this weekend, so yeah. he'll bring the Sox up. Uh, but you know what's interesting about that? I'll get to that in one second. I, I first want to tell everybody about the great specials of Brewer's Outlet. Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. By the way, uh, Tom Mertz uh, was here the last two days. Great to see Tom here from Sunbury Motors. Uh, Brewer's Outlet specials now through Tuesday. Bud and Bud Light 18-pack cans, just nine ninety five. Spiked Seltzer Variety 12-pack, thirteen ninety five, And Goose Island 15-pack cans, fourteen ninety five. Plus... How about this? They are they are having a 50th anniversary special. Isn't that great? 50th anniversary party on Friday the 15th. How about that? Featuring live music by Cars Tribute Band Drive, no cover charge. That's coming up in two weeks. 50th anniversary party. Wow. That's pretty special, isn't it? Corey Fossil, been... Corey Fossil, don't look a day over fifty. <laughs> no, he does not. Not even close. <laughs> remotely close. And he doesn't act fifty. <laughs> Neither do I. No, 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 no. Oh my goodness. Oh. Yeah, Corey's going to stop up sometime around early next week. We'll catch up with Corey. Well, I'm looking forward to it because yeah. that that you now when you're in business fifty years. That tells you a lot, because staying power longevity means a lot. It really does. 
you know, Sunbury Motors. Sunbury Motors has been in place for over 100 years. 103 years now for Sunbury Motors. Look how long the pretty insurance has been around, what, since the late 40s? Does that sound right? Mm-hmm. Now, 50 years for them. Now, and these people don't do it, skip from one thing to the other. Oh, you know, Purdy's, I, pushing, you know, Purdy's pushing 90 years. Yeah, insurance. Purdy's pushing yeah. 90 years. That's right. 103 for Sunbury Motors. These guys are coming up on their 50th anniversary. It's not like skipping willy-nilly to one day I'll be an announcer, the next day I'm going to sell digital media, the next day. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> you, got, you got people that just can't settle on things, and then everybody, there's just no dependability. None. Uh, do we know how the webinar went last night? No clue. And that really explains the entire webinar in a uh, in a nutshell. All right, so we'll come back with more in a moment. Brought to you by Brewers Outlet here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Great to have you with us today. He also asked me what like, my best shot of the day was. My second best one was you could get a stroke if you knocked down a free throw. I knocked down a free throw. So, so it's, it's, We're just not one, a one-trick pony here. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot more economical than a $20 buy-in. But then again, $20 oh, buy-in I, for this cause I, was I, just excuse as Excuse me. Excuse me, I did that twice. <laughs> well, that's yeah, on top that of the two buy-ins. Okay, all right. Oh, yeah, no, no, I was on top of the buy-ins. Oh, yeah, I did that twice. You know, and the only reason you do it is because of the cause. You're Absolutely. not doing it. Nobody could care less about strokes. Come yeah. on. I mean, nobody cares about that. Seriously. It's all about whether you can, uh, how much you're helping the cause out. Penn State Basketball ACC Challenge Virginia Tech. Uh, I don't know. I see these challenge things, and I think they're a great idea. And Penn State keeps ending up with the same group every single time. It's Virginia Tech. It's NC State. It's it's Clemson. It's Georgia Tech. It's Boston College. One year they got Virginia. Had to go down there and play. One year they got Virginia. In fact, Penn State went down there and... And beat Virginia. And it was Tony Bennett's second year, and Mike Scott. They had Mike Scott on the team. Not bad, you know. Not bad. But that's what Penn State gets in the ACC Challenge all the time. It's always Clemson, NC State, Virginia Tech, Boston College, and did I say Georgia Tech? I might have. 
But it's, it's like the same five teams, Boston College. It's the same five teams all the time. Like, uh, I mean, this is one year, for example, where I thought, you know, you're, you're, I always try to look to see who was on the road last year versus home. Because they like to do, you know, to balance it out. They don't, you know, if you played in the road last year, they want you at home this year. Well, Syracuse played at home last year. Well, Syracuse coming here would have been the perfect, a perfect game. It would have excited a lot of people. No. Um, now, Penn State is going to get, just so you know, now they won't be home games, but two more Power 5 teams are going to be on the non-conference schedule. And they're really good games. Um, but it's... So far, they have DePaul, you know, with all due respect to them, they don't help you a lot. Virginia Tech, yeah, it'll help you. There's no doubt about that. But there's no, I mean, for the fans here, they're like, yeah, Virginia Tech. Well, the team passed your eyeball test a very long time ago, yours and and Girardi's. And and with winning the NIT championship, yeah, they're on that climb. But, yes, there is much more room to continue to climb, and and they've proved their point, should have made it into March Madness. It's great they were able to get the NIT championship, two of them in under 10 years. But you're right. You want to continue to, uh, you know, add meat to the bone of that, uh, you know, opponent resume of yours. And, and yeah, more Power Fives would be great. I mean, you look at... Penn State, Virginia Tech, and the ACC Challenge. Okay, I mean that's. I mean, look, is Virginia Tech a good team? There's no doubt about that. They went 21 and 12 last year, 10 and 8 in the ACC, and they made it to the NCAA tournament. That's good. I just, I just thought for variety's sake, a little something different would not hurt the cause. Um, even if it's just one, you know, like a couple of seasons ago when they played Duke up in Connecticut, yeah, the, the night of the right. uh, before the uh, Penn State Rutgers right. football game. Yeah, then they played Cincinnati. In the second game. So the other games were Illinois at Notre Dame, Indiana at Duke. Again, Indiana gets another one of those. You know, it's like Indiana gets more breaks within this conference in terms of scheduling than anybody, in terms of the ability to really improve themselves with a win. That's something to do, though, with their pedigree? Sure it is. That's, it has everything to do with it. Everything to do with it. Um, Pitt's at Iowa. Virginia's at Maryland. North Carolina's at Michigan. Michigan State's at Louisville. Minnesota's at Boston College. Nebraska will be at Clemson. Georgia Tech is at Northwestern. Syracuse is at Ohio State. See, Syracuse should have come here. Virginia Tech should have gone to Ohio State. But that, that's only my opinion. I'm just thinking about scheduling what would get Penn State fans excited. Purdue's at Florida State. Rutgers is at Miami. NC State is at Wisconsin. So... Yeah, let's see. Uh, here are the teams Penn State's played in the ACC Challenge. Clemson, NC State, Clemson, Clemson. Clemson again. So it's three straight times Clemson. At Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech. At Georgia Tech. At Virginia. Now they played Maryland in 2010. At Boston College. Home with Boston College. At Pitt. Virginia Tech at Boston College, Georgia Tech, NC State, Virginia Tech. I mean, does there sound like there's any variety in there? Same cluster of middle to lower teams in the conference. Now, Penn State has also put itself in that cluster of middle to lower teams of the Big Ten, which causes some of that, but that's not the case right now. 
Okay, Penn State last year was sixth in the Big Ten. They returned their entire starting front court. They think they've got a shot at the NCAAs. Give them. Now, I look, I know Virginia Tech's in the NCAAs last year. I got it. But it's not a game that is going to excite the populace. Syracuse would have. Syracuse hasn't played a game here since 1979. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection, imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping, and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, wants to see you. And thank you for your years of Patronage. Taking your calls at 800 795 9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. We are now here at a table. Of nothing but undefeated people. Sean Morris. Amen. Have you ever lost a game since you've gone Never. into this gig? Never. Have I? It's the greatest scam ever. I mean, and, and scam is the right four-letter word. We have scammed this system for a long time. How are you? Doing great. Great to be out here. Great event. I'm here with you, Steve. How bad can it be? Right? I'll get back to you on that. Uh, t- wait, last night, Cappy is supposed to pick you up. Oh, I'd, I'd still be standing out there. I was like Harry the homeless guy waiting for him to come get me. But I'm here. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'll, I'll take good care of you. I right. appreciate that. Right. No, Cappy's supposed to pick him up. I didn't. Uh, right? He's supposed <laughs> to pick him up. In fact, he's still standing here now. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only reason we have him on because Cappy still hasn't picked him up from last night. <laughs> All right. So we hit this offseason, and there, there are a lot of players, Sean that made up their mind on what to do with the NBA draft. I think, I think it ended up being six Big Ten players opted to go early, including Penn State's Tony Carr, which meant a lot of them. Tyler, Tyler Cook, Palmer, Copeland, uh, Bruno Fernando, yeah. Carson Edwards all decided to come back. What does that do for the depth of this league for this upcoming season when that kind of talent is returning? Yeah, I think it's great for the league. First of all, I think it's great for the young guys that went through that process because I think it's really important that if they're even considering making that next move, that they get some valuable and insightful and, more importantly, someone that has an idea about what they're talking about kind of advice. Uh, you know, Bruno Fernando is a great example. Yeah. I think years past, because of his athletic ability and his size, he might have just gone and stayed in the draft before they had the opportunity to go in and test it. Now he has a chance to go in and test, and guys will say, look, your athleticism and your strength isn't going anywhere, but you need to work on A, B, and C. Right. And for a young guy like that, I think it, it could be the difference between shuttling back and forth if you're lucky between the G League and the NBA or maybe having to go completely overseas and now coming back for another year, developing your skills, and then moving on to the next level. So I think it's great not just for skills, but it's going to be great for the league. Nebraska is a great example, Steve. I mean, to have Copeland and Palmer go through that, I think that's a team with, with what they have returning 
that's a team that doesn't necessarily roll off the tongue of a lot of casual Big Ten fans. But that's a team that next year, preseason, they're going to be in the top four in the league, I think. Right. And and not only that, I think schedule-wise, the Big Ten has helped them out a bit because they get Seton Hall in, in the Gavit games. Yep. They get Clemson in the ACC Challenge, which, which was announced today. Those are the kind of RPI games that Tim needs for his team, I think, non-conference. Yeah, because it really hurt him last yeah, year. Yeah, it did. And, and, you know, just to show you how close things can be, if the kid from Kansas doesn't hit that right. three, they might have gone to the t- – even losing in that first-round game against Michigan. But that's just how – they you have to win those types of games because, you know, when it comes to, to the NCAA Tournament Committee, everyone is looking at all these numbers – and you can slice and dice them any way you want, but it becomes a safe harbor for those people because they don't have to necessarily do the – they talk about the eyeball test. I'm guaranteeing you some of those people don't know whether the thing's pumped or stuffed. I know. How much do they watch? I know. So you have to win those games, and when you have Clemson and Seton Hall coming up, it's a good opportunity for them to, to really solidify their resume. And Penn State's going to go that same direction as well. They're going to have Virginia Tech here, and there are a couple of games they haven't announced yet that are, right. I think are going to be, I think they've talked to you about which games they are that are, are going to help as well. Uh, when you look at how an NCAA tournament committee has to think, because you have to do studio shows and have to also make a comment once in a while, it, it's quick in a game, right. as opposed to a studio more expanded how much time do you need to take so that you're trying to somehow consider what they're considering between quadrant one, four, and things like that? You know, you, you try to familiarize yourself with the quadrant one through yeah. four. But, you know, I'm a simple guy, as you know, Steve. Right. Well, I'm, a, I I'm, have to I'm keep the same simple. way. But here, and so it comes down to this, really. Who'd you play? Where'd you play him? Right. How'd you do? Right. And so you can sit there and have guys coming in with an abacus. and How'd you do? Where'd you play these people? And... They try to overcomplicate it. I think they overthink. They overthink it, especially when it comes to seating. Yes. And I'll give a great example. Oh, yeah. A couple of years ago, um, you know, Villanova has won two of the last three. Well, in the sandwich year, which would have been not this past tournament, but the year right. before, they were ranked the number one overall seat. Right. So the NCAA tournament committee, as they're doing their seating, they, they figure it out. So they're going to end up playing Wisconsin, which they had as the fourth number eight seed. Right. Now, anyone that watched any basketball throughout the course of the year is sitting right. there going, what are you doing? Yeah, that makes What sense. could you possibly be thinking? Right. So you want to make sure that, you know, if you can, you try to take as many of those decisions out of their hands and get the best seed possible. Mm-hmm. Because for people who say that seeding doesn't really matter, oh. it certainly does. Oh, sure it does. Because it changes the entire way you work your way through the draw. No, no question. Uh the ACC coaches, and it's not surprising that the coaches would feel this way, would like to see four more teams in there go to 72 with a second Dayton, probably out west to regionalize, instead of having UCLA travel east and so forth. What was your thought when you heard about 72? I, I'm not a real fan of it. Neither uh, I'm not a real fan. I, I, I think that when they went from 64 to 68, I could kind of buy that. Yeah. But it was a hedging buy. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have people who want to go to 96. Well, you know what? Let's just give everyone a trophy and just start all over. Yeah. Okay? So, uh, to me, if the NCAA isn't careful, okay, you have to be really careful about what makes this tournament special. And what makes it special is the opportunity for a Loyola, for a George Mason, yeah. for a VCU right. to get in. You can't or a have, UMBC. Exactly. You cannot have... David and Goliath with no Davids. Right. And so those those four additional games are going to be other at-large. Power five teams. They're, they're, right. So, But 
there's everyone's so worried about how ma- March is magnified. Well, you know, we've got to get in. Well, okay. Well, okay, make it 96. It, I, I, I'm not a big fan of diluting it. This is what I'm a big fan of. Is what you're doing working? If it's working, don't touch it. Guess what? That's a decision. You can yeah. make a decision to not expand it because it's working. That's yeah. actually a decision. Yes, correct. And I don't understand why well, we feel like we have to do something. By keeping it the same, you have done something. Well, and, and the reason for that is that you have a lot of people that mistake activity for achievement. Yeah. So they're go- we're going to meet, we're going to do all these things, we're going to talk about all these things, when sometimes the best, the best option, just like the best job you might have, is the one you're in. Right. That doesn't mean you don't continue to evaluate, but... You know, to go in and just add for the sake of adding, right. you have an unbelievable. There's nothing that captures anything. Now there be be bigger one day events. Yeah. But for something that captures things for three weeks, right. very few, if anything, in this country, in the sporting world, capture that. And if you dilute that, then what you have, in many ways, becomes then the end of the NHL playoffs. Where okay, we're just going to go through the regular season to get to the playoffs and just about everybody gets in and then people aren't people don't care about necessarily that the the best teams are necessarily i've heard that argument well you know it's not the best way because the best team doesn't always win who cares that's life right 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 well you're a northwestern graduate how did it feel the fact that they cracked that barrier because there were only 68 teams and not 96 yes well, it, it was a long time coming. Of I course. mean, right. uh, much like me finding a woman that could put up for me, oh, the God. law of averages were against them. But oh. eventually, it has to happen. Right, Steve? Uh, well, um, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it was phenomenal for them. And, and it was great for the school. And it was great for college basketball. And But you also have those stories coming out of, you know, the quote-unquote non-power leagues every year. And if you limit the access to those teams, I think you're not you're, – you're doing a great disservice – to the game. Well, see, I think what's going to happen, let's play devil's advocate here for a moment. You're going to have people in a devil's advocate moment say, well, you could get a second Missouri Valley team in. And you and I both know no. that's not how it works. It's not how it works, okay. Steve. And, 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 okay, if you have a choice between, uh, pick one, uh, St. Louis out of the Atlantic 10 and Tennessee, who are you going to pick they're going to take for ten- ratings? They're going to take Tennessee seven days a week and twice on Sunday. Yeah. And to your point about and to the point about the Missouri Valley, yeah. look, if Loyola went to the Final Four, mm-hmm. and you and I both know, if they don't win that conference tournament in St. Louis, they are not getting in. They're not in. Regardless about whether they went down and won at Florida. Right. So this whole thing about we're going to increase access to the folks that are outside the power, they're deluding themselves. They, they really are. Well, you and I both know that's a, quote, selling point to expand. Well, yeah. And you and I both know it's not realistic. No. No. I've got a bridge in Brooklyn, right? How much? It's very reasonable, Steve. For you, it'll work out financing. Huh. like how you think. Yeah. Get back to me on that. Right. My friend. Great to see you. Thanks great a lot. Great to see you. And, and thanks Sean. for coming out and covering. This is a wonderful uh, event. Fantastic people. You, you and, come in every year, and uh, I think you'll probably speak tonight. And Oh, yeah. That'll pass. And, well, they've got some idiot to see it. So, I mean, you've got all the ingredients hey, for something big. Me out, if you don't wrap me out, I won't wrap you out. <laughs> Great to see you. Thanks a lot. See you, brother. Sean Morris, BTN. All right, Sean Morris, BTN, joining me earlier today at the Penn State Golf Course for Coaches versus Cancer. They're going to go over the $3 million barrier in fundraising with this tournament. 
and uh, it's sold out. Uh, some of the money goes to cancer research, but also some of the money goes to there's the the Bob Perks Fund, there's the the Bestwick Foundation. Both are absolute nonprofits where every dime that they get then is distributed to help out other people. I'll give you an example. Say, God forbid, something happens to someone we know in the audience. Now, the caregiver is sitting there saying, oh, my goodness, now what do I do? You know, because there's more than just uh, going over to Geisinger, you know, all the treatment, all the doctor's meetings. There's so much of that that goes on. Well, guess what? The bills don't stop coming. The funds I talked about that are also part of the proceeds of this tournament, people don't want to ask for help. But they've helped pay an electric bill here and there. If, for example, you get a loved one home and they need a lift chair, I know they've gone out and they've bought a lift chair for somebody because they needed that and couldn't afford it themselves. Now, that's the kind of charity you want to be associated with. That's why I love the Purdue Memorial Golf Tournament so much, because it goes directly to the Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA. It goes directly to helping great people in our area, and that's what Coaches Versus Cancer does. Same thing. It goes direct because, look, you when you make a donation to something, I mean, you don't want it. You, do you want your money going to the corporate entity of it and, you know, so they can pay some salaries and their bills and things like that? No, you want it to go so it's directly helping people. That's what happens with this tournament. And Sean's here. He's been terrific. Dick Girardi was here today. We're going to talk to him in the next half hour. And that's what makes this tournament, Purdy Memorial Tournament, so special. Those are the two that I now play in uh, for specific reasons. Uh Great people, great people. And uh, today was special. We had a great time with the Deets and Watson group. Just like I had a great time with Craig and the Chief and Sean. And, uh, oh, Matt Catrillo came out, too. He did. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm missing something. Did one I more? miss someone? One yeah, more. was there one more? Yep. No? Uh, one word or two words. <laughs> oh, that's right. The suit was there. Yes. Yes. Distracted on the phone, making deals. And I said, you're making a deal? And he said, uh, yeah. And then 15 minutes later, a pizza arrived. All right, so we'll come back with more in a moment. I mean, is that is that your idea of making a deal on the phone? I like pizza. But that's... <sighs> You still had the line of the year on that. <laughs> if I, I actually I thought about that this morning on the way to work. <laughs> oh, you did you really? I'm in the jail. The, the what? <laughs> you what? <laughs> human resources. Hello? Yeah, hello, human resources. I'm in the jail. No, no, wait, I know. Hold on a second. All right, we'll come back with more in a moment. So for those who don't know, when Sean's incredible wife, Deb, and she's incredible, uh, she had to have surgery. So, you know, naturally, you know, how many times do I ask you how she's doing? You know, All right? Lost count. Hey, Lost count. Yeah. Okay? Because we care so much about them. Very kind of you. Okay. Oh, she's family. So, uh, the suit finds out. And his quote to her was, 
Well, I've had surgery. <laughs> so we said start going through this series of things with him as as a joke. <laughs> I've watched the Rose Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched games on TV at Madison Square Garden. With <laughs> the sharp blurted out, I'm in the jail. <laughs> what? So <laughs> he's about me. It's not about the person that needs the care. All right. <laughs> when he said that, I had one of those moments. I almost fell on the floor. Right? Now, part of it was the delivery was perfect. The subject matter was a riot, and the fact that Sean did it made it exponentially better. I could have said it. It would not have been as funny. The fact that Sean said it made it so much funnier. Well, I didn't so think much, that's the thing. I didn't think of it and practice it ahead of time. That's what made it. Oh, no, no, yeah. oh, no. It was, so, it was natural. Now, the, now, the odd thing is is that um, the suit didn't like it. His wife laughed. Suit light didn't get it. Uh and that that became a problem, but he was studying for a Spanish final. All right, so we'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Brought to you by our great friends approaching their 50th anniversary, Brewers Outlet on News Radio 1070 WKOK. All right, great to have you with us uh, in the next half hour. Dick Girardi, my brother, final half hour. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. There are specials between now through Tuesday. Bud and Bud Light 18-pack cans, just nine ninety five. Spike Seltzer Variety 12-packs. Thirteen ninety five and Goose Island fifteen pack cans fourteen ninety five plus. Don't miss the Brewers Outlet fiftieth anniversary party two weeks from today, the fifteenth, featuring live music by Cars tribute band Drive. There's going to be no cover charge. And of course, don't forget the pickle bar. It is indeed second to none, led by the barrels and the dills. Sometimes friendly wagers are settled with pickles from the pickle bar. We're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right. Uh, great to have you with us on this Friday. Penn State's uh, game with Virginia Tech is going to be on Tuesday, November 27th as part of that ACC challenge. So we will uh, find out more as time goes on the rest of the schedule. I know I've got a good chunk of it already scoped out here. Uh, but I don't know when they want to release the schedule. I mean, I know... In fact, I I know it's done now. The non-conference schedule, I know it's done. Um, it's just a question of them when they want to release it. Now, they may not have contracts for everybody yet either. That's the other part. i got to make sure about that. Whether they have contracts for it or not. No suspension coming for Kevin Love. What did he do last night? Oh, for entering the court at the end of game one. Oh, for goodness sakes. Okay, you know what? Yeah, when all that was going on last night, that's kind of weird. I I, I didn't really notice. It was more about Kevin Durant going out there and not Kevin Love. But I, who knows? That was just a mess. John- and then there was two and a half seconds to go, and then they had to replay it. They had to go to the video monitor to look at something else, and Van Gundy was ready to get out of there. And it's like- <laughs> right. 
So that's like like Phil Rizzuto and his scorecard. He would put down WW. And one day Bill White's working on these. He says, What WW? What does that mean? He goes, Wasn't watching. <laughs> uh, the Detroit Pistons had a very interesting job interview today. They interviewed Michigan basketball coach John Beeline. Whoa. I didn't yeah. see that coming. Interesting. Beeline, former Raptors coach Dwayne Casey, met. Uh, and uh, they're also looking at Miami Heat assistant Juwan Howard, who played his college basketball at Michigan. I tell you, I will say this. I think John will stay at uh, Michigan, but I think he'd be a perfect demeanor NBA coach. If you really know John, uh, John is really great with his current players, but he's not a warm and fuzzy guy with former players and things like that. It's just never been his style. That's perfect for the NBA. All right. Play-by-play call of the day is a doozy. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. You can hear us anywhere in the world with the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app.